0: along, and suddenly it started raining and snowing, and you said it was hailing, but hailing hits you on the head hard, so it was really snowing and raining, and I was in such a hurry to meet you, but the traffic was acting exactly like the sky, and suddenly I see a headline, Lana Turner has collapsed. There is no snow in Hollywood. There is no rain in California. I have been to lots of parties and acted perfectly disgraceful, but I never actually collapsed. Oh, Lana Turner, we love you. Get up.
1: That lovely poem was brought to us by Laurie, the manager of the Miami Township branch. Thank you, Laurie. What was the name of the poem? That
0: poem is called Poem.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: How delightful.
0: Um, that is, was written in 1962 by Frank O'Hara. Um, that was a part of his collection called Lunch Poems And the, the, the collection was titled Lunch Poems Because he wrote the poems during his lunch break uh, From his job as a curative at Oh, Louisiana. fantastic yeah.
1: <laughs> Okay, so this is the Book Lovers podcast Brought to you by the Claremont County Public Library And as you might have guessed We're going to celebrate Poetry Month Because April is National Poetry Month
0: Lori, you want to tell us a little bit about it? Well, it certainly is, and National Poetry Month was really inspired by the, the success and the interest that people felt in Black History Month and also Women's History Month. Uh, The instigators were really the Academy of American Poets, a non-profit group in New York City, who uh, brought a bunch of different groups and stakeholders, if you use the word stakeholders in poetry, (laughs) uh, together in about 1995 to talk about what would National Poetry Month be. And the first first year was 1996,
1: and it's been going on ever since. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. So I am here along with my... Ever fantastic Uh co-host Andrea and Andy, who's also from the Miami Township branch. And Andy has a special event happening in April
0: about poetry.
2: I do, I do, but I I just have to ask, is Lana Turner... Was she okay after her collapse?
0: I'm so glad you asked that. Um, No, this is one of the things that makes the poem funny rather than just horribly depressing. Um, The poem was written in 1962, and Lana Turner lived on healthily until she finally did die in 1995. Um, She, in fact, outlived Frank O'Hara by quite a
2: bit. What happened to Frank O'Hara?
0: Tragically, he was run over by a dune buggy. Oh, I'm wow.
1: sorry, wow. not to laugh, but wow! What do I yeah. know? I mean, wow!
0: Yeah, now rest
2: in peace. Yes, yes, better than Heart Crane. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Absolutely,
0: better than Isadora Duncan. Yep. yep. Oh you know, wow! We yeah. Just go on and on. We can. These aren't.
2: This is not a death poetry session, is it? Oh,
0: uh, that—that's tomorrow. If you <laughs> make <making> sure
2: it <laughs> This is the preamble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the event. Yes, back to the event. Uh, This National Poetry Month, as with the last three or four, uh, we are doing a poetry reading at the Miami Township branch. It is on Tuesday, April 16th at 6.30 p.m. goes until we close at 8. There are five poets who are going to read uh, their poetry. And we're also going to have, uh, in that group, a right in the middle, we're going to do like an open mic. So if any of you out there want to come out and read something, it doesn't have to be a poem. It could be lyrics or rhymes or a monologue, an essay, something that you might want to read for a few minutes in front of other people, <laughs> uh, by all means come on out and uh, join us. So there are five poets, as I mentioned. Would you like to hear about them? I I think you should
1: tell us about these delightful poets.
2: Uh, A couple of them have been here before. In fact, most of them have been here before over the past several poetry readings for National Poetry Month. Uh, Nick Barrows, for example. His works have appeared in Forklift, Ohio, a journal of poetry, cooking, and light industrial safety on Trained Monkey Press and Aurora Press and the website Semanticon. Hmm. He was also the music editor for The Citizen, and is an active musician. In 2012, he was a co-author with famed Cincinnati writer Mark Flanagan of the book Verses. and this week, actually, he has released a new collection of work. It's called For Your Courage, and both of those verses and the new one are on Aurora Press. Uh, Lori Lambert, is also reading, uh, and her poetry incorporates themes of motherhood and family, love of the natural world, and the struggle of adapting to life's changes. Currently, Lori is a facilitator at Women Writing for a Change in Cincinnati, and her poems have been published in Labyrinth Pathways, Annapurna, Clarify, The Sycamore, Common Threads, and For a Better World. Finishing Line Press published her first chapbook, What I Can Carry in 2016. So all of these people have read Boris except for the last person who I will get to.
1: So, can I ask a personal question? Absolutely. How did you choose these people? Are you a fan of their um, poetry? I'm, or?
2: I'm a fan of, I know Nick Barrow's work, and I know Justin Patrick Moore's work. They're both sort of friends, of, well, especially Justin is a friend, Nick is a, an acquaintance, and uh, we're all sort of in the music scene together, sort of. Okay,
1: and I want to have this lovely picture in my head of you guys hanging out with your berets, your closed cigarettes, <laughs> and your bongos where you're snapping and reciting poetry to each other. Please don't ruin it and tell me that doesn't happen. <laughs> No, that's exactly what's going to happen on April 16th. At the the coffee houses all over the city. Yes! Yes. So, yeah,
2: that's roughly what happens uh, with these musical poets or (laughs) poetic musicians.
1: I'm sorry, you have more poets that you'd like to talk about. Yeah, we need
2: to talk about these other people who (laughs) I don't know as well, but yes, we must. Um, But this gentleman I have known for a couple of decades, Justin Patrick Moore, His writing has been published in Abraxas, which is an international journal of esoteric studies, Flurb, a webzine of astonishing tales, and Witches and Pagans magazine. His most recent work is the poetry collection Underground Rivers. Justin has also played in musical groups, one of which with me, (laughs) uh, as well as having spent many years as a voice on the radio. Next we have Christina Orley. Uh, Her biography is a little different from the others. She's just a geek doing geek things, and they're desperately trying to keep the madness at bay. She shares her fantastic life with her husband Josh and their son Zach. They reside just outside Cincinnati with their cats in charge, their dog, and their ferrets in control. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll hear about her poetry uh, on Tuesday the 16th. Uh And lastly, a newcomer uh, to the, our group of people reading at the Miami Township branch. Phoebe Reeves has earned, she earned her MFA at Sarah Lawrence College and teaches English at the University of Cincinnati's Claremont College, where she also runs the poetry series. Her poems have appeared in the Gettysburg Review, Hayden's Fairy Review, Forklift, Ohio, and Phoebe, as well as Best New Poets 2018. It's all right, right, thank
0: you. It's interesting that her work, her name is Phoebe, and her work appeared in a journal called Phoebe. <laughs> I wonder if all poets are like that. <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> if only yeah. Well, Lori, do you want to tell us about some resources we can find at the library? Absolutely. Um, If you're interested in celebrating National Poetry Month, and especially considering that next month is National Algebra Month, and you want to celebrate something, this is far better.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think I'd do poetry um, every time. National
0: Algebra Month? I just made that up. Oh, okay. No, I was going to believe you. for us here at the library, as far as poetry is concerned, uh, your best bet is, is reading print books. Um, and if you know already who you like, you know where to go. If you don't, I would suggest starting with an anthology or even a textbook of some kind. Um, I've got with this great big, um, I'm looking at the page count here, eh, Okay, the page numbering is difficult. About (laughs) 2000. (laughs) See, I'm not celebrating National (laughs) Algebra Month. A 2000 um, page Norton introduction to literature, for example. plenty of poetry in here. Check it out, take it home, see what you like. The two po- poems that I'm reading today, uh, both of them I pulled from uh, Best American Poetry Anthology also. And these are poems that I've read and loved over the years and hadn't thought about for a while, but once when I saw them I said, yeah, I totally want to read these aloud. Uh, once you leave the anthology scene, we have uh, not a huge collection individual poets' books. If you're interested in someone who's pretty obscure, we're going to get you the book from outside of Claremont County. We do have access to virtually all of the academic and public libraries in Ohio and can bring you whatever you want to. It'll probably take a little bit. Right now in my hand, I have half light collected poems of Frank Bedard uh, for example, and that is a book that we have in the library. If you find that you love Frank Bedart, I certainly do, um, here's a 700-page book that will keep you happy. Um, <laughs> If you loved the Frank O'Hara poem that I just read, uh, he's he, he died young, yes, but he wrote, he had a lot of time to write poetry before he passed away. And we can get you whatever you need as far as books are concerned. Um, what do you do after that? go to a reading. The reading that Andy is sort of putting together in, in April is great if that's not enough for you. Uh, We're, we're fortunate. We have tons of colleges and universities all over the place. Uh, You can, you know, just basically Google it and you're going to find uh, University of Cincinnati, Xavier, uh, Mount St. Joe. There's a lot of poetry series going on. Uh, Take a class. Uh, either an in-person class, for example, with Women Writing for a Change. Um, A place that, when I was looking around for this yesterday, uh, poetryfoundation.org will make it very easy for you to find um, online classes. Uh, For example, a class uh, sponsored by Yale University professors. That's basically uh, an appreciation of poetry, an overview of poetry, both for people who are new to poetry or people who just want to a Yale professor talk. You don't actually get credit for these, but you get the knowledge that comes with it. Very cool. Connections Great. rather than
2: collections. Isn't <laughs> it? Well, I don't think you even get connections, but you get <laughs> you
0: get to you get to hear. Um, people who have done an awful lot of reading and studying of poetry um, talking uh, you can if you're a poetry writer you can uh, join groups of other writers uh, Claremont County Public Library offers two different writers groups at uh, New Richmond branch and also at the Amelia branch there's plenty of other writers groups in Cincinnati uh, shop around until you find one that really fits you uh, Greater Cincinnati writers League meets in Cincinnati it's been going on for 80 years not necessarily the same poem I would guess but <laughs> a long time uh, women Writers before the poor change has its own groups there's
2: there's even a small group I think mm-hmm. uh, at least the the leader of which will be at the reading mm-hmm. on, um, on the 16th I'm hoping he will actually read I think his group is called Cincy East poets is yes that right yes
0: they actually have met at, here at the Miami Township branch um, so it's a very convenient place to
2: so see. even if you're here in eastern, east side, Cincinnati, you can... Have we still have poetry, poetry <laughs> even though we're we on... <laughs> do, I know, <laughs> okay, believe it or not. It's,
0: um, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, we have poetry everywhere. Absolutely.
2: What is that book that, uh, the underneath that one? Yes.
0: Okay, um... Poets Market 2018, and with F&W Publishing going out of business, I'm not sure if there will be a uh, Poets Market 2020, for example, and this is a listing of thousands and thousands of markets, places where you can send your poetry or your poetry collection, um, with the goal of being published. If you're a writer, there's probably a place that will be very interested in publishing your work. Uh, poetry is easier to get published, by the way, than stories because they, they're they short, by and large, not always, but often they're shorter. Um, and so if you feel that need for an audience outside of your immediate group or your writer's group, um, a, a a, th- a thing like this, like poets market, is really going to be helpful to help you find an audience for your book. Excellent. Did we cover everything? Can I read another poem? I Absolutely, love to hear please it. do. Okay. This is a poem that's near to my heart. Um, I first I heard that the writer read it probably in about 1983, and it stuck with me ever since. And uh, there, this is called "Failure" by Katha Pollitt, And here's this poem, "Failure." You'd never set foot in this part of town before. So how could the landlady wink as if she recognized you? Still it's uncanny, the way when you open the door to your room, the scratched formica bureau and table give off a gleam of welcome. The fold-away bed sags happily into itself like an old friend. And look, the previous tenant has considerately left you his whole library ferns of the world, and how to avoid probate. Even the water stain spreading on the ceiling has your profile. Well, never mind. Unpack your suitcase. Put boric acid out for the roaches. Here too there are ma- plenty of tears for things, probably, but don't think about that just now. Outside your window, alanthus trees, bringing you an important message about the nutritive properties of garbage. Wave their arms for attention, third world raiders, scrawny, tough, your future if you're lucky. Mm. Thank
2: you. I Very nice. Uh, yeah, Kathy, yeah.
0: Kathy Pollitt, unlike Frank O'Hara, is still with us. Uh, she writes for the uh, the Nation and elsewhere. An essayist, her first collection of poetry was in 1983. Her second in 2009. I think the the long. The long space between that is quite interesting. I like the way that ends with the metaphor, suggesting a kind of hope, although a peculiar kind of
1: hope. All right. So one more time, the event is at Miami Township, Tuesday, April sixteenth at six thirty. That is correct. That is correct.
2: Just
1: right. if people want to read, do they have to contact you ahead of time or just show up? No, nope,
2: just show up with your writing in hand and desire to read it.
1: Wonderful. Bongo's optional.
2: <laughs> no, no, club cigarettes, unfortunately. You <laughs> right. can bring coffee.
1: There you go. Yeah. There go. And we have a coffee machine. We, oh, we do. Too. Yes. Super hipster yes. Perfect. Well, thank you, Laurie and you. Andy, for joining us today on Book Lovers Podcast. You can go to org for show notes and links from today's episode. You can interact with us on facebookcom slash Library. and remember, like a good book. You can recommend our podcast to a friend. Or like a poem, you can recommend one to a friend.
2: And as Hart Crane once said, goodbye, everybody.